everybody. Welcome to the Ales and Tales podcast. Uh, okay, so today, well, if you haven't been listening to us before, just so you know, we just try to sample some different beers. We suffer through the bad ones so you don't have to and let you know what the good ones are, at least based on our opinions. We have a bunch of wide-ranging palettes, so we thought it'd be a good idea. Your palette idea. is wrong. <laughs> Your palette's wrong. So. It feels so right, though. <laughs> <laughs> We're dipped in there. <laughs> uh, so we... Uh, we are sampling today the Terrapin Beer Company Peach Dream Sickle. It's a peaches and cream IPA. So it says real peaches and cream flavors intertwine in our Peach Dream Sickle IPA. Just a sip will have you chasing the local ice cream truck down memory lane. Um, no, because I don't want to mix beer with ice cream. <laughs> but well, we're about to find out. But if it's a Ice cream flavored beer, maybe that's no. different. I don't, the idea of mixing milk, like ice cream, with beer. I don't know. You get a good, like, chocolate stout or something with some vanilla. Probably be pretty good. There's been many times I've mixed uh, many of my dreams with beers, so mm-hmm. it could be working with the dreamsicle. Uh, maybe. I don't know. My stomach is doing like somersaults thinking about milk and beer. Mm. But that's okay. Mm. We'll suffer through it. Ben, tell us about Terrapin. You got anything on Terrapin? They're out of Athens, Georgia, it looks like. Yeah, out of Athens, Georgia. Um, you know, everyone kind of, I think, has heard of Terrapin. They, I think, do a little bit more towards the hoppy side of beers. I mean, they're they're probably, I think, their biggest seller is called Hopsecutioner. Hopsecu- uh, it's pretty <laughs> decent. You know, I'm not a biggest hop head. They have Wake and Bake that I really like. Uh, they have some variations on the Wake and Bake that I'm not a fan of. You know, they get, I'm, I'm a little hesitant about this because on their seasonal beers they tend to get a little bit on the sweet side you know at least on the dark ones so i'm curious to see how this plays out in an ipa uh if it's really sweet or if it's just kind of a little subtle peaches and cream in the background mm. um started by you know two guys that thought they had something to, to start in the southeast and i mean they're just there's brewery that's based around you know brewing with good ingredients and they've they've done a good job and they've gained good notoriety um i think they're owned by miller coors now are they yeah and so many people are getting bought out now yep. that mm-hmm. it's kind of you know, we, we've discussed it before on the podcast of how I'm not horribly against it because it's essentially the, the bigger breweries stepping in, knowing that that market share is being lost. And so, hey, we can capitalize on it. We can bankroll these guys, let them do what they do, distrib- help distribute their beer. So more people are getting better beer now. As long as they don't modify it. And yeah, take away you from get some things that do okay. get changed or added. So uh, who makes that? I can't even think right now who makes the smash fill. A wicked weed, right? You know they got bought out by Anheuser Busch, yeah. and just the craft beer world exploded in anger. Yeah. Um, and you know it's it's the same beer, just better distributed, you know, more widely distributed. But now they got to make like Smash Hill, which is right. Eh. I think mm-hmm. I think it's it's definitely controversial. It, it it only happens to good beer. I don't think anyone's ever been upset, but that beer is gar that beer is garbage. I can't believe that this monster company purchased them. Um, but really where the benefit is, is, is in the distributing network. Yeah. So mm-hmm. a lot of these craft guys, you know, they go, you know, we're big, but we're in 13 States. Mm. So if we can get in 48 in the next few <clears> years, <throat> just imagine the volume. It's a good product. Yeah. Uh, I am a Terrapin fan. I'm an IPA fan. I do like a lot of their, their seasonal stuffs for me personally. Um, but the whole milkshake, milkshake uh, IPA thing, I'm a little, I'm a little confused what that means. Like when Mike opened up the open up to talk here yeah so is it milk is it blended i, I always kind of assumed cold? they were brewed lactose did he take this out of the freezer 
I'm a little conf- <laughs> I'm a little confused. So I got a little info on the, apparently the milkshake style. Drop the knowledge. It's a the milkshake or a smoothie IPA. It's a substyle of the ever popular New England style IPA. I like okay. some New England. So. Yep, hazy. New England, dank, sticky, dang, all that stuff, unfiltered, un, unfiltered pale ale. Hence milkshakey because it's thicker yep. and unfiltered. So kind of, it, it kind of makes sense. Yep, milkshake style beers. You know, they uh, sometimes have fruit additives, which not all, which not all uh, New England beers have. Uh, unfermented sugars and some additives such as vanilla. So I'm expecting off of the definition of what a milkshake IPA is, is that. I, I, I suspect the mouth feel, mouth feel is full, uh, cloudy almost, and if there's like a vanilla, I, I I have to think, when I think milkshake, I think vanilla. Yeah. Mm. So I have to think that it's well, like... Peaches, a, peaches and cream, you yeah. know, peaches cream milkshake. Yeah. So on the can, we got a nice bright orange can with, you know, that, that creamy... It's uh, very peachy. Yeah. That, that creamy swirl of white, you know, filtered throughout. Big old butt-looking peach on the front. <laughs> Um, it says on here, real peaches and cream flavors intertwine in our peach dreamsicle IPA. Just a sip will have you chasing the local ice cream truck down the memory. Y'all already read that, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. I wasn't plates. paying attention. <laughs> we is, been drinking is, or something? Uh, uh, isn't that on the lid? Yeah, I, saw, okay, yeah, I yeah. wasn't poking on. Peach, I like, please. I didn't realize it said peach, peach please. please. Uh, that's got on peach, there. please. Peach, please. <laughs> well, peach, please. Let's, let's, let's open this. That peach really does look like a butt, too. They did an excellent I mean, it really does. Yeah. It's that, a peachy that's butt. That's one of those right artists, there. like the Disney hidden, you know, oh, penis. Yes. In the, it's like, ha, ah, I'm going to put a butt on the yeah. pen. Mm. There you go, Andy. All right, let's so, see what this is like here. So, it's not nearly as hazy as I expected it to be. It's a pretty clear IPA. I mean, it's just got that kind of straw, you know, deep straw color. You know, a dark straw. It's a peachy not, color. Not, not what I was expecting, to be honest. It's 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 very translucent. It's very clear. That ain't hazy at all. No, it's, I get no peaches off the nose. No, it smells just like an IPA. In yeah, my it looks like a dark Miller Lite. So I think they probably did good. And what, what I'm hoping for, and just the peaches and cream in the background. You don't get peaches out of that. Damn, it does look like a good butt. No. <laughs> you see that? Oh, it is. There's definitely a butt to that peach. That's a Georgia mm-hmm. butt. That's the Georgia butt. <laughs> That's a good old Southern Bell peach yes. butt. Yes. Peach, mm. please. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't get... like a peach. There's, oh, been, there's, peach some, like a... there's some Chick-fil-A in this peach's diet. You don't get any peaches from the nose of that at no. all. No, y'all know I don't have the best sense of smell, but... I definitely do. You know what I... Yeah, better than me. It's I... a funky IPA smell, that typical, like, dry, funky IPA kind of uh, stank. Mm. Yeah. But I get peaches at the end of it. I actually I smell it more when I when I breathe in with my mouth open. Like I kind of taste it in my mouth. Connect the senses. Yep, my molars mm. love it more. Yep. Well, that's interesting. Okay, so it folks, will. there's a new tactic. I like Sniff it. Sniff with your mouth open. Wait, the super taster didn't know this already? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, still. Pretty well, then. Not smelling peach. Uh, it's huh. interesting. The first sip, it kind of hits like this uh, oh. very creamy. The first, yeah. like as soon as it hits the front of your tongue... It's like cream washing over it. it. It melds into the peach and then into the IPA hoppy bitterness on the back. Oh, that's weird. It's like salted peach. But it does have a creamy mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. It's not... It doesn't have a very carbonated feel like a lot of IPAs to me. Okay. Hold on. This is going to take a minute to, I get, to break down. I, I get a little bit of the peach on the flavor. Not, not overpowering, though. It's an IPA with a little peach cream backdrop. It's so... Okay. 
what I'm tasting initially, it is sweeter to the front of my tongue. Mm -hmm. And it's not hitting my molars like an IPA typically does. So it's it's a good start. It doesn't finish sweet. 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 Or sweaty. Or sweaty. <laughs> it's it's interesting. It's 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 almost it's it's difficult to put into words. Hmm. So I, I agree. Like you know how different alcohols will hit different parts of your your, mm -hmm. your taste buds, different parts of your palate, different parts of your mouth, your your the back of your, your cheeks. This is not molar at all. This is like it's it attacks the very front of your tongue immediately. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of goes off to the front sides, about where your canines are, and then it just dies kind of off. Flattens out. Yeah. That's, that's one of the reasons I'm not a big IPA guy. Is that sends my heartburn at a high alert, man. I already, just those two sips, I'm like, oh. Huh. be careful with it. I've been acting up today anyways, but I don't know what it is. Something about the bitterness and the hops mm. kind of just. It's peachy. It's, it's weird. The first thing I get is salt. And then after yeah. salt, I get the, the that funk that you get from a strong IPA, but it's not overpowering like a like some New England IPAs are just they will knock your tongue out of your face yeah. with that, that IPA funk bite bitterness. bitterness. This doesn't do that, which yeah. is good because immediately well, I'd be over it. I just I, I'm not a fan of that. I think that's a little more typical of New England styles. Is I think when you get that really funky mm -hmm. in your face, it's more of a, a West Coast. Piney thing. I don't, I don't know what type of funk you're talking about. New England's, you can get that kind of, you know, terpene dankness going on, uh, which can, if you're not used to it, can kind of hit you in the face. Like, I'm a big fan of, I'm not a huge fan of IPAs, but New England is what I gravitate towards, or, you mm. know, like a New England double. Um, you know, I know we talked about Bearded Iris downtown. Mm. Yep. They've got a great they unfiltered. Do, they do. They do good stuff. But again, I can't have more than one and a half, two of them, and I'm done. So well, that's eight bucks a can, so you're probably better off there. Yeah, that's true. So that, that funky bite that I'm talking about is basically, you can think of it in how deeply you go out. And you go out and you find a, a green pine cone, and it's how deep you bite into it, basically. Mm -hmm. that's, that's The more you bite yeah, into it, the stronger piney. and... Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Just, so oh. that, that, that piney, sprucey, whatever, is more typical yeah. of the West Coast But it's style. like fermented, almost like a funk to it. It's like that pine, like gin... If it went bad, that to me, that extra pine spruciness went bad. <laughs> gin's just always bad. For I don't you. know. I've had a couple of gins I like. I'm, I'm, not, not, a big I'm fan. not a big gin. It's guy. like chewing on a pine tree. I'm not a big. You fan. know, you make the mistake once in college of buying some. Um, um, oh, what was that really bad? We always called it the wrong thing: plastic bottle gin and all of get, it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I, I would never was a big fan of gin. But I know what you're that's gonna kill me until I can think of the name of that vodka that we all used to get. I'll let you. I'll let you think because I have an interesting exercise. So you know, we open this and we look at the packaging, which I do believe. I think it's good packaging. Mm -hmm. I think it looks good. Yep. It's visual. I mean, we talked about it for several minutes as far as you know what's mm -hmm. on the can, what it says on the can. So take away the packaging. You don't know. This is an interesting exercise. You don't know what this beer is. Okay. It's poured for you. So it's poured into a pint. What is it? Would you say it's peach? Would you even say it's an IPA? Would you say would, it's a milkshake style IPA? I would would you say it's a it's a subcategory of New England style IPA? I would definitely say IPA. Okay. Me too. Honestly, I'm not well versed enough in substyles and IPAs to, to know to be able to pick out a milkshake from another style. Right. Like I would not I barely the only reason I get the peach is because I'm thinking about it and I'm paying attention. Mm. Right. And the coloring of the can. Yeah. It says peach. It says dreamsicle. You want it to have this milky 
you know, you know, reminiscent time of being a child chasing a, an ice cream truck like it says on the can. I'm not sure if I'm hitting that. I've definitely had peachier beers. I've had creamier beers. Mm -hmm. um, is it a bad beer? No, but I'm only thinking it tastes like it's telling me it tastes. And I don't know if I'm actually getting that opinion yeah. off of I agree. what I taste. I agree. Okay. Um, and with the mouthfeel from the, from the front of the tongue to not hitting it in the back of my... You know, my molars, it's not what I want out of an IPA anyway. Yeah. Hmm. So, I like citrusy IPAs. Okay. The, the, the citru, citron, citron hops? Citra hops? Citra hops. Citra hops. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a, the, uh, uh, New Belgium makes a phenomenal tangerine IPA. It's absolutely... Oh, yeah. Oh, man, mm -hmm. it is so good. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm into that. I'm trying to remember the name, but the, 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 Citradelic. Citradelic, yeah. yes. That is a great... Citrusy IPA. I, I normally I get that. It's actually brewed with fruit, isn't it? Yes. The citradelic. Uh, I don't think so. There's. I think there's two citradelics. One is definitely orange. Very drinkable. Yeah, I, I get a. I'll get a, a decent amount of that over the summer. Yeah. Because it's refreshing. But yep. This does not taste like that. No. But I do get some citrusy notes. Mm. And if I were to not look at the can and not think this was peachy. I would still, I would still definitely say that it has a peach note to it. It's not creamy. It's not milkshakey at all. It is a peachy, light citrusy. I would say IPA because it has the funk and a little bit of that bite. But that's it. So as much as that can says it's a peach dream sickle, the beer is not. It's it doesn't live up to the can. I agree. Which is I'm okay with that because I'll be honest with you, I don't want too much fruit mm. in my beer. Just like I wouldn't yeah. want too much beer in my yeah, fruit. I don't want my fruit to go bad. I want it to be a nice average. That's a good point. I, I bet that was you know front of mind when they're brewing this. Yeah. It, it reminds me of the contrast between labeling and actual taste. We There was the one, I think it was a Wicked Weed beer we had, and it was the one that was one of the first ones we did around the table outside. And uh, what was it? was like a, not a chocolate IPA. It was something like that. There was like a coffee IPA or chocolate IPA. And it just it didn't come through at all. We didn't do a podcast on that, did we? Huh? That was one of the uh, test dry runs. Oh, okay. Um, I can't think of what it was now. I'm, I'm, my, it my brain is not working tonight, obviously. You've been drinking. I still can't think of the vodka. Or the, that, that it, it was gin, wasn't it? Well, I know, but the, the vodka's what I always <laughs> like to get. It's changed alcohols are nice. Oh, no. Burnett's, I can... Burnett's was golden compared to this crap. Really? It was the bottom barrel, cheap, rock gut... I don't remember what it was called. Was it made at Aldi? No. <laughs> Whatever, man. Aldi's Rosé apparently got number one in the world one year. Like, their their two-buck chuck was, like, rated as the best Rosé in the world. No kidding. A couple years ago. That's... Like, no, seriously. Dude, I'm... I'm two-buck chuck ain't bad, I'm man. I'm becoming an Aldi fan, dude. I've been shopping there more and more. Cheap meats, cheap, cheap produce. This is a shameless plug for Aldi. Aldi, send me uh, gift cards. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're not too proud. Well, two and back to the beer. Right. Well, two buck chucks, uh, Trader Joe's. Well, I use the term loosely. Okay. Like Kleenex. Oh, it's not actual two yeah, buck it's chucks. Like, it's, like, it's like Kleenex. You really uh, mean tissue it's like, paper? It's like it doesn't have to be Kleenex brand. No, no. I'm, yeah, legit two it, buck chuck is actually pretty yeah, good. It's actually Dada Dada Bala. Dada Dada Bala. Yeah, it's the Aldi brand. It's a little cheaper. You know that. That's great that you know that. I'm just saying. I'm pulling so, up. I'm trying yeah. to see if I can find out what beer it was that we tried that was like what you're talking about. Cause well, in, in the meantime, um, 
Ben, where you, where you where you putting this beer? Where you, where do you think? Man, we're jumping to ratings. I'll be honest. Uh, I like the Wake and Bake from Terrapin. I'm not a huge Terrapin okay. fan other than that. What is the Wake and Bake? Is it like one of those hemp beers? No, the Wake and Bake's a coffee oatmeal stout. Okay, the, the porter, name one of doesn't, the two. doesn't belie what So, okay, the, the kind of whole theory, I, I, assume, I don't know if this is theory or fact, what Terrapin and the, the turtle is kind of from Terrapin Station, a, a Grateful Dead reference, if okay. I'm not mistaken. Mm. So my chances are the own, the owners of this company may or may not still be here at one point of time, been stoners, right? Mm-hmm. So does it make a little more sense now? A little. Okay. Close enough. I have no idea what beer it was you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I can't matter. find a picture of it. So yeah, it we didn't end matter. up reviewing it, so maybe we will again. Anyway. All right. So, yeah, my grading, grading style, I don't know, C. Okay. It's, it's uh, the ones we've tried. This is on the lower end of my favorites. Would you say this would be refreshing? Yeah. Yeah. Meh. I see this as a pool beer. Meh. This is not a after I did physical exercise type of beer, but like sitting around the pool, just having something fruity and refreshing, like Sunday... Right. Brunch beer, like a Bellini or something like that. I could see that. But that's, it's not refreshing. That that funk, that bitey, hoppy funk to it, takes away a lot of the refreshing aspect to it to me. For me, it doesn't reach past a certain part of my mouth, which isn't refreshing. <laughs> it just vanishes after that. Well, when, when you say it's salty, I can see why you would say that because it hits where salty food hits which yeah. is just the front of your mouth mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't it, I feel like I know that it's going into my stomach but I I don't believe it's entering my mouth <laughs> it's just not I'm not tasting it yeah. properly but it's you know an opinion is everything that somebody has um, it's a little bit too uh, you know if you want to be the best of everything you want to be the you know trendy in this category and you want to be four different things in one can of beer it's difficult to do uh, this didn't do it for me. Uh, I'm going to put this at like a 4-2 out of 10. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it. It's not, it's okay. It's not something, I mean, somebody said, I love peaches. I might go, yeah, you could try that. But it's not like, yeah, this is the one you need to try. If they go, I love IPAs, this is not the one I'm going to recommend. Right. I'm not going to go out and go, this is what you need to try for any category mm-hmm. Whatsoever, but it's okay. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not bad. No, I mean, out of out of out of, if I had five thumbs, I'd give it two and a half. Okay, it's right in the middle. Yeah, yeah, we're kind of all right there together. Yeah, it's uh, also if I had five thumbs, I'll drink it. It's in front of me. I'm probably not going to go out and buy it. Yeah, no, I know I won't go out and buy it with all the other options. I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish it. Yeah, (laughs) right. If it's open, I'll drink it. Yeah, but that's about it. Yeah, this is not something that really fits anything as far as it. This is one of those beers that I would think more of if I was going to marinate pork. Mm. I would do Maybe. I would do more with this to marinate a meat than I would to marinate my tongue. I, I can get behind that. Marinate <laughs> tongue. If I had some beef tongue, yes. I would marinate the beef tongue in this. That would work. Although some lingua. Yep, some lingua. Some lingua. Terrible. I have never done an option on their lingua tacos. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's okay. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a big. I'm not. You mentioned that everybody knows terrapin. I'll be honest with you. I'm not very versed with 
them at all. I don't know if I've ever had another beer by them. I may have. I may have not. But it's nothing that's ever stuck out in my mind. So I'm going to assume that I haven't. Hmm. Uh, and as a first one, I'd say that they make an okay beer. Ben not, I, sorry, Terrapin. Yeah, ben, ben and I were talking. Um, full transparency. Ben was like, oh, I haven't really, really been into too many Terrapins. I'm a big fan of the watermelon goza. Okay. That, for me, is... Okay. So, following... Uh, falling, falling, Following the salty side yeah. of things, because gozas are very... They hit that salt yep. point. Then this would maybe lean more towards that. You know what? If, if Terrapin were to take... You know, the flavor of this beer, and I don't know if it's smart to do two gozas. I, I do believe their watermelon does really well when it's launched. Okay. It would be a great addition to their goza line. That's a great point. A peach hmm. peach goza. Um, it's pro- their goza is probably one of the best gozas that I've ever had uh, that comes out. All right. So I've, I've had two different gozas, and neither one really struck me. Okay. They were just weird, which maybe is why this is, like, okay. I've had several weird gozas. That I didn't enjoy, and the first one that opened my door, opened my eyes, two gozas was the terrapin watermelon goza. And since then, I've been able to have them without fruit and what, what, what not. First one I think I had, I didn't know what I was. It was at I can't remember what store I was, and just kind of asked the guy. I'm like, hey, look, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking to try something new. What should I try? And he pointed me to six points. Um, their goza. I can't remember what it's called. They had it by the pool, though. It was hot, and it was perfect. I'm like, oh, okay, I kind of like this. Because, you know, I didn't... I love sours now. I used to not be a big fan of them. And that's right. one of the ones that kind of, a couple years ago, introduced me and kind of put me on that path. It's a good It's a good intro to sours. I would say that sour beers, not to get off topic, are the Gatorade of beers. Well, it's, I've talked to people like that. my mom, who's right. like, you know, she likes sours, but she doesn't like beer. I'm like, you like sours? Like, yeah, it doesn't taste like beer. And I'm like, I can see that. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. It's depending on what sours you drink, because they really do run the gamut. Like, oh, yeah. as varied as an IPA can be to a stout, I think sours can do that within their own field. Oh, absolutely. You know, you get the, the sweet sours, to like, you know, the salty that goes into a straight up farmhouse, funky, oh, yeah. tastes like a cow's ass. Those, you know, yeah, you get the, the the really big bready beers, and I'm not a fan of Brettanomyces. They just they taste like a farmhouse to me. It's wild yeast. Yeah. W- what's gonna produce? They're kind of like I, have, I hope it's good. You know, thing. I learned that the hard way. I tried to make good. I tried to make sourdough bread one time doing the wild yeast method. You know. <laughs> sourdough you gotta you gotta get like the mother strain started yeah. and good and yeah. just keep it well, this, and this, it this recipe was like just leave it out and you'll get a natural yeast it's a wild yeast and mm-hmm. I tried it and that was some going funky back, stuff going man. back to dogfish head oh. and being experimental you know they the Midas touch that's I yeah. think it was the Midas touch that that was how it was done they like they went to Egypt and they gathered a bunch of local ingredients and they literally set out like some petri dishes in the wind Let it grow. to catch wild yeast and Let use that grow. yeast culture to come back and, and grew it Wow. That beer. You went to the motherland and got the original manna yeast. Well, it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> I mean, you wild. look, I mean, that's like beer's first traces are, I mean, they found it in clay pots from Mesopotamia. You know, it's, it's, we talked about that before too, of that's one of the things that led to civilization was beer and bread. Mm-hmm. It was the, you know, production of grain and, you know, grains. Fermentation is phenomenal to me. Fermentation. Mm. I'm, I'm Greatest becoming, accident that we ever discovered. No joke. Things that go rotten have turned out to be such a wonderful thing for our society. If you think about it, we've got all different forms of alcohol, which is all fermentations, all different forms of alcohol. 
Then you got when you go into cigars and, and smoking cigars, like uh, Maduro cigars. I just recently learned the, the wrapper is fermented and you got cheese. You get, uh, uh, oh, I had something else I was thinking of and I can't think of it right now. Okay, cabbage, um, kimchi. Mm-hmm. Fermentation does some awesome stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, when, you're, when you think of it like in college kid terms or high school kid terms, you think, oh, it just went bad. It's letting it happen. It. It's it. It. Hand of God. Yeah. He made some awesome <laughs> stuff. There you go. I'm going to drink more of it. All right. Well, yeah, if you guys want to try it, it is the Terrapin uh, Peach Dream Sickle with the butt peach on the can. Healthy peach. <laughs> it is a healthy it's peach. A healthy, healthy peach. It's shaking it in mm, the wind in the can. That peach. I want, I want to shake that tree. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it's okay. It's all right. It's a beer. It's okay. That's what I got. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, check us out on Instagram at the Ales and Tales podcast. We'll post a picture of the can so you can see what it looks like if you want to go grab it or avoid it, whatever. Uh, and you can check us out on our Facebook page. Um, let us know what you think. Uh, currently, I know we're on Podbean, so you can find us at the Ales and Tales, www.thealesandtalespodcast.podbean.com which is really long. Otherwise, you can just go to podbean.com and type in the Ales and Tales podcast. But if you're listening to this, I just said all that for no reason whatsoever because you're already listening to it. And I've been drinking beer. So there you go. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.